The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with your favorite person and mine, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Bolan. G'day, Paul. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. you, And are are we ready to talk about what we're talking about today? Well, we can get ready for the shit show in just a minute. Um, I do want to jump into, did, did you see Oprah's speech at the Golden Globes? Yes. Yes, I did. I, I got to say, you know, um, last week a comment was made and I'm not going to uh, try and draw a lot of attention to this person because I think that's very negative for them. But they made the comment about being do- about, you know, Dr. Phil being Oprah's bitch. And you pointed out everyone in Hollywood is Oprah's bitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, I mean, we really all are. And, when Oprah and, tells- and, we're, and we're relatively OK with it. So, oh, we're you know, totally okay yeah, with it. When Oprah fine. tells when Oprah tells you to jump, you don't say how high. Mm-hmm. You say, "Oh my God, Oprah just talked to me." Yeah, pretty Thank much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's she. She really is impressive. And watching her speak, I know everyone's pushing for like Oprah twenty twenty. I think yeah. we need to keep entertainers, keep entertainers out of the White House. Yeah, do we really um, need another billionaire <laughs> TV star? I mean, you, don't, don't you? You guys seem to have a problem with the current billionaire TV star that's in the White House. I as just, much yeah. as I love Oprah, I do love Oprah, and I, I'm happy. If, like I said, if you're in entertainment, you are Oprah's bitch. I am happy. Um, I've, I've never heard anyone complain about it. She's an amazing person, mm-hmm. and it was a beautiful speech. But I don't think we should have any more entertainment. I think I'd like to see politicians run. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we long for something different, and, well, this is what we got. So, you know. Yeah, I know we usually get into the Trump stuff because people write in about it, but that wasn't our biggest write-in this week. Um, our biggest write-in came from two factions that are involved with this woman that we had on the show. Now, we brought her on to talk about Dr. Phil and what was going there. What ensued was a whole bunch of nonsense um, and, a, and a whole lot of lies, specifically from her. And I'm going to tell you, I'm blocking her and I'm going to encourage everyone else to do the same, whether they like her, whether they don't. And we'll get into that in a minute. But I did want to invite my assistant on the show for just a minute because I know there was a big kerfuffle about her. Because she got recorded without her permission, which is ridiculous because she's supposed to always assume she's being, you know, on camera. That's kind of part of the rule of being in entertainment. But I do want to bring my assistant on. And then further on in the show, we're going to be talking to Link Hand from the show Ghosted. Um, Link is freaking gorgeous. We've had him on before. Everyone loves him. He broke the internet. He broke our show just because everyone loves Link. We'll be talking about people picking up minors on dating sites 
because for the last few months we put together um, some some fake profiles on these dating sites <laughs> to see what sites people are preying on. And I know you've had some bad experiences with that too, Paul. And then we are going to be. Yeah. But before that, we're going to be talking with Wendy um, from the Dr. Phil show. We originally had a different guest slated from the Dr. Phil show to come on, and we're going to have that guest on next month. Um, the reason we decided to bring Wendy on is not to talk about the guest we had last week, but to talk about Dr. Phil, because she had the same experience at the same time and has a very, very different story to tell about the Dr. Phil show. And we all know I'm biased. I love Dr. Phil. I love Paramount. So I like her story a lot better, but we do have to hear both sides. But first, I want to bring on my assistant, Alexis, who hates being on. Hi, Lex. Hi. So, how'd you start a shit show? Pardon? What'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do, Lex? What'd you do? Okay, so I broke the first rule of entertainment. Um, well, one of the first, and that's never say anything you're not prepared to be overheard or recorded. And I completely failed at that. Um, but I, you guys had to bear with me because I produce this show and I absolutely hate coming on it. Um, <laughs> I get you terrible cried when stage fright. You cried when I put you on stage at Comic-Con. Okay, you don't have to say this on air. <laughs> um, so, I actually came on to address the situation that did happen last week that, you know, was a massive error on my part. Um, I had spoke with Trisha after the show. And, You're cutting out completely. You know, can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. So I spoke with Trisha after the show and basically tried to calm the situation down on her end. Um, kind of jumping back, the reason why we initially had her on was because when I spoke with Trisha, she had a negative experience on the Dr. Okay, Phil I show. Don't, I, don't, I don't want you using her name. I do not want to give her more press. That's valid. Okay, sorry. Um so, this woman has said that she had a negative experience on the Dr. Phil show. Well, that is nearly impossible to find because Dr. Phil does so much good for so many people. So, when, when I spoke with her initially, I, you know, thought that we would be able to help her. And... Yeah, not so much, huh? It's, it's not a matter of unwilling. not so much. Alexis, uh, you fucking suck at this, man. <laughs> yeah, I really stop do. reading your notes. Please stop help. reading your notes. Stop reading your notes and chill. Just you wanted to say something. Say what you want to say. Hand it back over to Paul and I. I don't need you piddling your pants. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no I'd pressure. Like point, I'd, no I'd pressure. like to point out that in her social life, she's a dominatrix. Like she's our expert. We bring on when we talk about sex. The woman is a dominatrix, and she can't stand to be on. <laughs> Alexis freaked out and it comes down to a pretty simple fact um, I'm going to say this and neither side because we've had two factions writing in people that really don't like Trisha because of her involvement with people that have committed suicide and the way she's treated people and a 
an absolute lack of integrity and veracity and people that really believe in Trisha, um, which my assistant fell into that category. She actually got drawn into Trisha and drawn into this nonsense um, up until about two days ago when she called Trisha and Trisha said, what do you want? Which was when Alexis called to tell her that we'd found a life coach for her and she has to unplug. No life coach will take her as long as she is plugged in. And our offer to, tri to this woman is going to stand, period. As soon as she unplugs, we have a life coach for her, a very reputable life coach. Um, but nobody wants to get involved as long as she's plugged in. Because what she's doing is creating two factions. It's a very old trick used in Hollywood, and it's a very old trick used in politics. It's the divide and conquer. She torments people on one side and draws them in on the other, gets these two factions fighting, and then she jumps in and goes, not my fault. It's a really old trick. We use it for marketing purposes. I use it all the time um, to market films. And she is suckering everyone. And nobody is helping the situation because the people that are outraged are outraged for a reason. They really are. The people that are helping Trisha believe in her. I used her name and I'm not supposed to. Um, the people that are helping her believe in her. And the reason that everyone's doing this is because she is an incredibly magnetic person. We see the same thing from the White House right now, where the people should or shouldn't believe in our current administration. People either stand behind him blindly or attack him because of what he's done. And this same tactic is being used on a much smaller level here by this woman. So my suggestion after talking to everyone, and it's a take it or leave it suggestion, if you care about Trisha, get her offline. If you think she is a danger, get her offline for the, her own mental health. She has come on here and said, and we have it recorded, so it's not something she can deny, that this is bad for her mental health. So if you care about her, the best thing you can do when she goes into court on the 24th, is write in and ask for an injunction to get her offline and save her from herself. If you think she is a danger, the best thing you can do is get go is write into court on the 24th when she goes in, ask her to be taken offline because she is a danger to herself and to others. If you care about her, get her offline. If you don't like her, get her offline. Get rid of these lines between these factions because in the end, you both want the same thing. If you care about her, you want her offline. If you don't like what she's doing to other people, you want, her, you want her offline. My assistant has bipolar. My mother has bipolar. This behavior is not normal for a person with bipolar. The lack of veracity and the lack of honesty is not normal for a person with bipolar. I believe Trisha can be helped. I do. I believe she can be helped. Paul believes she can be helped. That is why we offered help. But mm. she has turned down help multiple times. She hasn't taken it from us because it requires her getting offline. She hasn't taken it from Dr. Phil because it requires her getting offline. She does not want to get offline. So if you have any love for her, get her offline. If you think she is a danger, get her offline. People have individually gotten 
restraining orders to block her, get together, whether you are for her or against her, in the end, the best thing, the safest thing for her, for her mental health, and for the people she interacts with is exactly the same. But she is playing you. She is getting you guys to fight on opposite ends and she is reaping the benefit. It's no different than the stupid Twilight thing. Are you team Jacob or are you team Edward? Fucking Edward got the girl. There was a goddamn book first. It was a shitty book, but we all knew the outcome. But people still created factions. I did abstain from that particular argument. I just want to put it out there for the fact that I'm just saying. Okay, so Paul was not... For Team Jacob or Team Edward, um, I abstained from Twilight. Uh -huh. I kind of got sucked into Fifty Shades of Grey because it was my job. Paul had to go see the second one. Yeah, I'm he, not going to see the third one. No. Kind of no. Like a, but the audience thanked you for doing your digging on that one, Paul, even though you looked like a creeper going mm. into that movie theater. Um, it really comes down to you are being played. If you don't like her, she is riling you up. She is having people get on her side and contact you and fight with you. She's reaching out to these people. Guys, she that, that are, want to help Trisha, reaching out to people that don't like her isn't helping her. It's perpetuating the same drama that is causing her the pain, that is causing her this problem. I'm reaching out to both groups here. If you want to help people, get her offline. If you want to help Trisha, get her offline. She is going to court on the 24th. I strongly suggest everyone writes in and gets her offline for the sake of her own mental health. Yeah. Was there, the is there a petition still going for that or is that just not a thing that's happening? There needs, there needs to be a petition going for that. I suggested people start a petition for that. <laughs> Please start a petition for that. No matter which side of this debate you're on, do not get played. I'm my hashtag. If you follow the hashtag Hollywood bad guy, that's me. I I'm not one of the good guys in Hollywood. I'm the son of a bitch that comes in and cuts your budget. I'm not a good guy in Hollywood. I have lots of friends, but most of them are people whose budgets I haven't cut or who I haven't had to <laughs> work with, you know, on, on, as far as uh, my, my position on distro or executive. Mm -hmm. I am telling you, I use this tactic in negotiation. This isn't a new tactic. She is fucking with both groups and she is playing both of you. I want all of you to think back that want to help Trisha. How many of you got dragged in wanting to help her and then ended up on one side or the other? Then she pushes you to contact the groups against her. She is throwing you in a pit and getting you to fight no different than if you were dogs. It is taking a couple of pipples, throwing them in a pit and getting them to fight. Or she throws her hands up and goes, not my fault. If you want to help her, get her offline. If you think she is dangerous, get her offline. That's all I can say. If you need help. Oh, here we go. We got to go to break. Um, yep. If you need help doing that, we are happy to help with attorney's fees. We are happy to help you do that. But I need you guys to take a step back and not feed into her because she lives off you. She is a fucking vampire. Those that love her and those that hate her, you guys fighting is what she lives for. Don't let it happen. 
When we come back, we are going to be on with Wendy, who was on the Dr. Phil show. She's going to be talking about a very different experience. Then we are going to be on with the absolutely gorgeous Link Hand from Ghosted. And we're going to be talking about dating sites and basically which ones are preying on young, aspiring, stupid people uh, that I pretended to be online. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Bolin, host of The Militant Moderate. Thank you to Scott Haskin for this fantastic music. It's always epic. We will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever given any thought to what is behind your insurance coverage? Many of us don't think of it as more than that premium you pay on a regular basis. Of course, until you actually need to use it. On CYA with Rhonda, you'll learn to cover your assets and find out what all of that insurance mumbo-jumbo really means. If you're looking for a lucrative career option, Rhonda Lukey will explain how to get into the insurance business. Listen live every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. Um, I do want to say I'm getting some write-ins on Twitter. I wanted to go into some specific stories, but I don't want to feed into any more of this nonsense. She thrives on it. I'm not doing it. Mm. Um, I do have to say I thought it was adorable. Alexis freaked out, couldn't get two words out. She's going to be so mad later on mm. today. Um, so Again, to- she knows where you sleep. It's <laughs> never know. not a good idea. So, okay. It's never a good idea to fuck with your assistant. They're terrifying. I'd like to welcome to the show... Um, one of the guests on the Dr. Phil show and a very nice woman that I enjoy talking to, Wendy. Wendy, welcome to the show. Uh, Hello. Oh, there you go. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. Sorry. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? 
Uh, we are really, really good. Um, we're going through a whole bunch of lists of uh, people that got molested on dating sites coming to LA saying they wanted to be actors. So that part's depressing. Oh, yeah. But other than that, <laughs> yeah, other than that's that, pretty me. good. I I'm not on that list. To, no, not you. You're good. No, no. <laughs> you are perfectly Please fine. You I'm, haven't, I, I, you have I'm not, not, I'm not either, right? Anyone. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Double check. Please maintain any <laughs> on there. Paul's not either. Everyone's good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you a, a little bit about your experience on the Dr. Phil show. Um, that was okay. why we had the guest on we did last week, because it's very difficult to find anyone who had a bad experience on Dr. Phil. Um, mm-hmm. but your experience was... Very different. What was your experience with Dr. Phil? My experience was great on Dr. Phil. I had a great time. Um, I thought the staff was very professional, very nice. Um, he was very nice and professional. Um, he didn't, um, he wasn't scary at all. I was really expecting to be intimidated and scared, and I wasn't. He was really nice. I thought I had a great time. I, I've always found him a very nice human being. He seems to, he's yeah. this thing, he seems to like helping people. I thought so too, um, and I felt, I, want- I felt him to be very genuine in actually wanting to help and wanting to listen, and um, I feel like the mockery that was made out of it on her part uh, made it very difficult for him to take her seriously. And I, I agree with that. I, I agree mm-hmm. with that just after um, kind of what's gone on here. Uh, one of the mm. accusations I that, that were made was that he, he lives ex- entirely off the teleprompter. This is something I've mm-hmm. always been told was untrue, but I wanted to know, absolutely does untrue. he rely entirely? <clears throat> yeah. Yes. I looked at so, the teleprompter yeah. <laughs> myself to see what he was reading. And all he uses that for is to come in and out of break. So he'll say like, when we come back, blah, 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 blah. You know? And so he'll read that from the teleprompter. The rest of the time he's looking directly at us communicating directly with us. He's not looking at a teleprompter. He's not reading notes from a book. He does have his book in front of him that has our interview stuff and, you know, the, the things that we said during our interviews so that he mm-hmm. doesn't misquote anybody. Uh, he has that in front of him, but there's no script. There's no, um, she said also that, you know, there's a, a applause sign or something. Maybe not on your show, but she has said it before that, you know, the audience is told when to laugh and when to clap. And none of that is true. I was sitting right there. None of that is true. And that's common practice in damn near every TV show out there anyway, so. Yeah, right. well, it, had it happened, it is common practice, mm-hmm. but it's nice to know that he's not doing that, yeah. um, because he's, that's he's something always he's in, always claimed. He's always been engaging with the guests, said, and when he's talking directly to camera, yeah, he's probably reading up a prompter, so what? You know? He is. Yeah. to throw to break and to come out of break, and that yeah. makes sense, because, you know, to keep track of where the show is going, and to keep track of, yeah. you know, the topics that are supposed to be covered. But she said that, you know, that they only um, gave her an hour and a half before the show to do her pre-interviews. That's a total lie. She was flown out there days before the show. Um, Saturday, Sunday, the show tapes on Wednesday. So she did all her pre-interview stuff because she was filming it online. She, she opened up her stream all made up in her little getup, trying to lie, saying that she was at a friend's house or whatever. Meanwhile, we see the cameras and the lights and everything behind her. Um, so we know that she was filming and doing her B-roll um, during at least the weekend. So that's several days before the taping. So she lied. And, and I didn't do my stuff an hour and a half before the show either. That's a, that's a total lie. There were so and many things that she lied about. I'm so thankful that you guys are doing this right now to set the record straight. She said that I came at her. Um, Dr. Phil had to get up in between us. She jumped out of her chair at me twice. Um, I never get, yes, got out that- of my chair. I never came at her. And that footage is available online for anyone that's curious mm-hmm. about that. Um, something did, I'm asking people that, to do. Something, go ahead. Hmm? 
I said, something Sorry, I'm ahead. asking I'm people excited. to do. <laughs> well, something I'm asking people to do is take her name out of their vocabulary. I know you mm-hmm. genuinely wanted to help her, and you kind of got thrown in the dog fight too. And so, mm-hmm. what's happened? A lot of people that have problems with her are people that have been emotionally manipulated or blackmailed, drawn in, and then kind of pushed into this pit and told to fight. It's like I said, mm-hmm. it's a tactic I use to sell movies. It's one I'm very familiar with. I hate announcing Mm -hmm. that I'm a bad guy. Can we just, like, let's pretend I'm not a son (laughs) of a bitch for a minute? You you kind of enjoy it a little bit. (laughs) A little bit. I don't enjoy the, but I don't like seeing people get hurt. No, that's two different things. That's it. And so um, I'm I'm, I'm kind of encouraging anyone that cares about her to get her off line and to get yes. a, a petition together and, and anyone we're going to encourage people that who this, don't care about her times. to also get offline because in a way Absolutely. you're actually caring about her yes i yeah, have said that many times i don't want to see her get hurt i don't want to see her hurt herself or be in pain i want to see her get real help and she's not going to get mm-hmm. that on youtube and the people that are keeping her on there by supporting her and you know kissing her up to her and saying how wonderful she is they're not doing her any favors whatsoever they're making it worse for her because she's in the delusion that she's getting actual help from YouTube, and she's not. She's not. One thing, well, one thing I, I do have to say, I deal with a lot of actors, and that particular personality type is uh, what is commonly referred to as the Kanye. <laughs> um, it's, it's, I believe no it. Shit, it's legit a thing. It's, it's the Kanye. You're either in his camp or you're against. Trump does the same thing. It's, it's very destructive to people around, but it's also destructive mm-hmm. to the person. So, yes. you know, I'm kind of imploring everyone, take her name out of your vocabulary um, and get a petition together. If you care about her, get a petition together, get her offline. If you think she's dangerous to others, get a petition together to get her offline. Um, and I also want to qu- put out a quick, uh, quick petition. Uh, Livestream, the blood bank, is really low on blood. So, you know, we've had them on here before. If mm. you can, please give to Livestream. Um, they need blood and they need it now. So I'm going to have to go give blood. Uh, Wendy, so you said your experience with Dr. Phil, I know we only have about two minutes left. You said your experience with Dr. Phil was a good one. I do want to say to the audience, Wendy is not here to pump herself. Um, She was very clear before she came on. She wasn't on here to criticize Trish. She's on here to defend that show with Dr. Phil. She's not asking for me to put her social media out for you to follow her. She's not asking for any press from this. She was on here to talk about a different experience with Dr. Phil and a different experience with the entire situation. So and it's I wanted not... to set the record straight on several lies that she told. I mean, that's what she does. And I didn't feel like it was fair to have her say these lies and not have anybody, you know, to rebut those because, you know, they were plain lies. And, so and I'm that's glad it. that and you had me on and that allowed me to do that. Thank you. Well, it's, it's no problem. And like I said, we'd originally planned to have a different Dr. Phil guest on, but because we could get you from the same show, we're talking about mm. somebody that had a similar set of experiences at the same time. So mm-hmm. it's, it's much, much better. Um, whoever's listened in knows I'm a big fan of Dr. Phil. I, my favorite quote from him is, I don't have the need to be, uh, you know, I, I don't have the need to be Loved liked. by strangers. That's it. Well, I don't have the need to be yeah. liked, period. <laughs> so yeah, I, know, I feel right? him on that one. Um, he, but I appreciate one more you thing taking your that time. She said? Sure. 
One of the other things that she said was that Robin um, insulted her um, and that Robin was a gigantic bully, apparently, um, when she fell down and was crying with no tears. Um, I just want to be honest about what was said. Robin was talking with a group of people that were surrounding her, and she said, we didn't see any tears. It was not coming from Robin directly. She happened to be the one that said it, but it was not coming from her directly. I don't think that she would be a person to bully another woman. I think that Trisha was way out of line to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. I said her name. Um, I apologize. Uh, yeah. Thank you. The uh, one thing I will say, I think the worst thing a woman can say about another woman was it didn't happen. When a woman talks about rape, I think mm-hmm. this is an entirely different category. So that was a I very, agree. very harsh accusation. Um, yes. As far as true. medications that stop you from... as As far as medications, I can't say that, but what I can say is as far as medications that stop you from crying, there are absolutely none for bipolar or depression on the market because after that was said, we go and look. We have a doctor if you've done, if you've listened into this show, you know we have a freaking doctor on this show every single week. We have Dr. Ross, he's the creator of the Palm Springs Diet. He's on this show every week answering questions for listeners. So we we went straight in and started looking to see what medication would do that. I contacted my personal psychologist and psychiatrist. There is no medication that would do that. So I'm not going to say something's a lie or not, Mm. but I will say it is a fact that there isn't a medication that does that. Um, I I only like to I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised at all. Um, But, but... I do encourage people, you know, we have Dr. Russ on every week. If you want to make that one of your questions next week on the show when we have Dr. Russ on, do it. Um, Wendy, thank you so much for coming and talking about Dr. Phil. Is there anything you'd like to say about your experience? I personally, you know, I'm, I, I'm always honest. Paramount's my parent company. They're involved with Paramount, so I'm very biased in that direction. I always try and be honest <laughs> about that. Hence, yeah. I try and get two sides to the story because it'll just be me holding up a sign saying, yay, Paramount, which isn't good. Yeah. Um, um, no, I understand. <laughs> so well, I, I don't have any affiliation with them whatsoever other than the way that I was treated. Um, I felt like they were very open to all of the evidence that we presented on our side um, as far as the things that she's done to bully people. Um, there was nothing that I said on there that was a lie. She may think that it was a lie because she did not want to hear it. But I have evidence to back up everything I said on that show, um, including the accusation that she um, was complicit in somebody's taking their own life. Um, I have evidence of that, and she doesn't like it. She doesn't like that that's true, but it is. The team was incredible. They worked 24 hours a day, all night long. I'm not kidding. I have emails from all hours of the day and night, um, passing back and forth evidence, passing back and forth, you know, different pieces of things that they might have run on the show. And I really appreciate that they listened to us. I really appreciate that they listened to me. Um, You know, I had a team of people behind me. That's why I keep saying us. It wasn't just me. Um, I just happened to be the person that got went on the show. Um, but, you know, they listened to us. They, they received all of our evidence. There was never a time where they cut us off and said, no, that's not important. We don't want to hear that. I mean, they made phone calls. They worked all weekend. It was crazy to me. It was amazing that they were willing to put that much effort into it. I really, really appreciated that, honestly. Well, one thing with Dr. Phil's crowd and one thing with any good show, especially something um, focused on mental health, there's a great saying. It's put your mouth in park and your brain in gear. And mm-hmm. that's something yeah. I've always heard Dr. Phil's crowd does. 
So mm-hmm. I was very, very, very surprised to hear about that experience. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's true or not that some of the producers did the wrong thing and, you know, were helping people acquire things they shouldn't have. Um, I, I, I mean, I played gopher and had to go get cocaine when I was an intern at like 17 for a celebrity. So I know mm. some really weird shit that goes on, but I also yeah. know Dr. Phil rules the roost on his set. I, he really yeah, does. I agree. Yeah. And that's what it seemed like to me too. Um, yeah. they, yeah. And, and I can tell you that I was not offered Xanax or alcohol. So, <laughs> Um, it, I was not offered any of those things, <laughs> so did not happen to me there. Well, I like that. Um, <laughs> they were you. great to me. They were great to me. I really appreciated how they treated me and just the integrity that they ran the entire investigation with as they were preparing for the show. They seemed genuinely interested in everything that we could bring to their attention. And obviously not everything made it on the show. There's just not enough hours in daytime television to present everything. But they took the the stories that they took. And she knew full well that those stories were going to be talked about because even in her B-roll, she talks about her haters. So I'm not her number one hater. That's ridiculous. Um, I came to her in the beginning as someone trying to help her. Um, And even Sean on the show um, acknowledges that I was never disrespectful. I was never uh, rude. I don't tweet rude, nasty things about her. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not her number one hater. That's something she's saying to try to get a reaction out of you. And it's well, just not true. And that's it. And that's something, and that's why I say everyone's been tossed into a dog pit. Um, I'm, I, I've kept my offer open. Paul made the offer and I completely agree. We will get Trisha, we will get her a life coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think but that's she great. has got to unplug. Um, and we are happy yeah. for anyone that wants to help her because it is helping her. We are happy to set you up with an attorney to get a suit together, to get her offline or help with petitions. But she herself has said this is dangerous for her. Yes, I agree with you 100%. I feel like she definitely needs to get offline. Um, She did accept help from Dr. Phil on the stage. um, But, of course, the number one thing that she had to do was unplug. When she realized she wasn't going to do that, she denied the help and walked out and made it sound like, you know, he was going to make her pay out of her own pocket. And, you know, all of that, just stuff that's not true. It's, um, but, well, you know, he it's did the same experience we her. had. Yeah. The same experience we had. Exactly. We, offered her, yep. we offered her the help. She turned it down. Um, one thing, Dr. Phil, once you say no to him, he doesn't follow up. Um, and I right. respect that. Love the man. Yep. Uh, offers yep. are always open on this end. Once Paul makes the offer, we will keep it open forever. We will get her a life coach. But she's got to unplug because none will take her while she is plugged in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's great. I think that's great that you guys are willing to do that, honestly, because I think she needs it. I don't want to see her suffer. I really don't. Um, and yeah, sometimes and even you have if to she's, do what... Even if she's not ready now, maybe a month or two yeah. from now. You know? Yeah. Yes. The office the yeah, still I hope, here I hope once she's unplugged. And whether you whether you love her or whether you hate her, help her unplug for her own sake and for the sake of others and just mm-hmm. as a kind thing, as, as a kind human being, help her unplug guys. Um, Wendy, thank I you agree. so much for being on the show. When we come back, thank we are going guys. to be on with Link Hand from Ghosting and we are going to talk with him about a whole bunch of weird experiences people have in Hollywood. Dating sites gone horribly wrong and then we're going to question him about his love life because he's fucking gorgeous and that's what everyone always wants us to do. Wendy, thank you so much for being on the show. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you both so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. It's you. it's no problem. Guys, when we come back, we are going to be on with the amazing Link Hand. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Boland, host of The Militant Moderate. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Termino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Every day, we're surrounded by technical buzzwords and jargon that can go way over our heads. Now, there's a show that brings it all back down to earth. Tune in for today, Tomorrow's Technologies, with host Jose Negron. We'll not only explain the new technologies that are shaping our world, we'll give you the benefits and backstory of these technologies. Listen for T3 with Jose Negron, live every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And I'm getting, I got a lot of write-ins about Oprah's award speech and us talking about Oprah. I think mm. we need to give Oprah an award for accepting that award. She did an amazing speech. Uh, yeah, it's best performance in an award acceptance role. Uh, but that would be for 2000, uh, that would be the one in 2019, right? Because, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair she needs, enough. She needs an award for that. I'm just saying, I think she does. Um, I am going to give, uh, I am going to quote Oprah here and say, the biggest adventure you can ever take is to live the life of your dreams. That's an Oprah quote. So I know we've been talking a lot about this, this drama and people getting sucked into this, this vortex of non of, of nonsense. She pulls mm. people in from both sides. Oh yeah. We're back on her then. Yep. Yeah, we're off of Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Oprah's wonderful. Don't you talk about Oprah. Oh, I'm not kidding. I'm, like, I'm kidding. No one's saying that. She's freaking crazy. She's got eyes everywhere. All right. Oprah is our royalty. 
but I'm, I live the life of your dreams, guys. Live your life. Um, I, like I said, I'll help you get an attorney. I will help however I can in this situation. Don't get sucked in. Don't let her pit you against other people because it is an intentional tactic. I know I use it. Speaking of intentional tactics, I have one of the most attractive men I've ever seen in my life on the show. Um, I would like to welcome Link Hand. <laughs> G'day, Link. How are you guys doing? <laughs> it has been special. You have no idea. We were actually this. We were going to start a game this week called Safe or Not Safe, where we let people oh. write in three people on Twitter. And we talk about the rumors about, you know, different people in Hollywood and if they're safe or not safe, inspired, inspired by Bill Cosby and asked for by somebody that wrote in on Twitter. So uh-huh. we are going to start that next week instead because we had enough of safe or not safe and drama today. But I want to talk about your new show, Ghosting. And then I want to drag you into a whole bunch of controversial stuff on dating sites. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good time. So tell us about Ghosting. Uh, well... This uh, the show got picked up for six more episodes, so those are those are starting now. Um, this weekend, it'll be a fun episode to check out on Sunday night on Fox, and uh, it's just a very fun, like nice little escape. That's good. Last time you were on the show, you broke my my in, you broke my social media um, because women love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're gorgeous. Women love you. Um, you were in the movie 42. You actually played a bad guy there um, and was still gorgeous. Go figure. Um, I've never seen racism look so good. Is, is that a thing or should I? Um, oh, that's not going to get taken out of context someplace. Yeah, that's just not. Everything yeah. I say gets taken yeah. out of context. Come on. Um, so You're not you, helping. <laughs> I know. I make everything worse. Um, you... So you've played, I mean, you play bad guys, you play good guys. Can you tell us anything about your character from Ghosting? Yeah, uh, probably the easy way to do it, I'm kind of like the, uh, like the James Bond of the, uh, this underground world that deals with the supernatural and aliens and time travel and, and all that kind of stuff. The rogue, the rogue agent that kind of goes out on his own to solve mysteries. So that's probably the quick, easy way to do it. Our first question from Twitter is, do you take your shirt off? It's starting again. It's start- he has a brain, people. Do not objectify him. It's my job. He's more than just a piece um, of meat. <laughs> this is actually more fun this way. I just had to say. <laughs> and from the it's peanut the, in, gallery. In the, Thanks a lot. In the, in the pilot, I had to take everything off. Uh, since then, I haven't. But you, you never know. You never know. I'm going to have to, Alexis, I need you to illegally download this pilot. Already um, on open it. the studio <laughs> and, get, and get a copy. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. We don't illegally pirate things. I'm just telling the audience, watch in uh, to Ghosting, and maybe he'll take his clothes off again. Uh, no, this it's, is actually, the, <laughs> it's actually called Ghosted. Ghosted. Uh, I'm, yeah. I have women writing in calling it Ghosting. I had it right the first time. I said Ghosted, but these mm-hmm. women are calling it Ghosting. Um so you play the James Bond character. I like that. Is yeah. there anything to tell us about the show? It's arc. We really want to be nosy. You know we're nosy. Well, everybody at the show, is, I'm going to be super boring, is, is really fun to work with. Like Adam Scott, Craig Robinson are both 
both really great guys. Um, and it's just a, it's a whole lot of fun. Like this, this coming up episode, you'll, uh, oh, well, I know everyone <laughs> actually working there is wonderful. There's been no bad rumors about that show. There's been bad, no bad rumors about anyone on it. You're actually on the set with like all the nicest people in Hollywood. I meant the show yeah. arc. What can you tell us about like, really there's no drama. It's, it's shockingly boring if people are looking for tabloid headings, but if you're looking for a really good show, I've heard fantastic things about it. Yeah, well, well, now basically, kind of in the pilot, I I start out the show like I'm the first thing you see, and I get kidnapped by this race of aliens, and then Adam Scott and Craig Robinson get recruited into the government agency that I work for because I send a message saying that you know these two guys can find me if I get in trouble, so that's what starts the series, and so the first you know eight, nine episodes is, is those two guys kind of learning how to work in the agency. And now we're going to start kind of diving into the, uh, the mythology of the show, which is all these different little things that have been throughout these episodes are tied together that they didn't realize. And, uh, maybe this weekend you might, uh, you might see somebody come back. So it'll be, uh, it'll start tying, tying all the loose ends together. Oh, I like that. So, I'm going to tell everyone, check out Ghosted. Get it together. Binge watch it. Next week, whoever can tell me um, what their favorite scene is. We always do giveaways. I will do a giveaway from, let me pull up my list of giveaways. Link, can you come up with a question to ask them about the series? And if they answer right, they get a choice of, I'll give the list while you think of a question. They can have ATV rights at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California. Alamari Media Sex Harness. Alexis, please stop getting sex toys for giveaways. Um, Ink Cartel Hats. Seriously, LA's Lip Squad 24-hour lipstick. Works fantastic. I wear it on red carpets. Lace-up corsets. Um, True Rest floats from True Rest Sedona or Las Vegas. There's, I mean, we, we have a whole bunch. I'm going to put the whole list out. And, of course, stays at hotels. We work with the Aloft in Phoenix. We have a whole bunch of different hotels. We have a whole bunch of different partners. Um, the Windermere Hotel. Pick, hell, pick something. I'll put out the list. What is your question? All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll make, we'll make it current. It'll be, it'll be for, this, for this episode that's coming up this Sunday. What okay. if it's uh, – what – what is uh, uh, Leroy Wright's? What was his former job? Who did he Who did he work for before Before the bureau? So tell us what Leroy Wright's job was, and you can win anything off of our list of giveaways. So check out Ghosted, and you can tell us that, including uh, the am- sex harness. Including the say, Alexis needs to stop getting Jesus. Stop Lex. But you Worst. you're saying that you know. Like, as if L.A. Lip Squad wasn't intended as a sex thing. You know, it's the only thing that will actually last through a blowjob, I just have to say. Get off the show, Alexis. <laughs> no, I can still um, hear a little more, actually. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, Sorry. I'm not, I'm not okay with where that conversation started going there. All right. All right. <laughs> so was, we have to get to something serious. That was your wheelhouse, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have to get to something serious. Alexis, you're grounded. Paul, go to the corner. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
with the Me Too movement and the Time's Up movement, I'm going to say you're somebody, you've never had any accusations, you've never had any um, problems. I've never heard of anyone that doesn't love you. So I know this isn't something that, well, it's not something that uh, hits you directly, but what do you think um, about what's going on? Me personally, I believe it's, it's, it's great that a lot of these things that when you're in the industry, you, you, you hear stories or maybe you, you had something, you know, happen on a very, on a small level, or obviously these people coming out had things happen on a big level. Yeah. It's nice when, you know, kind of, I've always grew up with, you know, what happens in the, in the dark is going to come to light at some point. And so, you know, the keep your nose clean, don't, just because you get away with it right now doesn't mean that somebody's not going to find out. And that's the way I've always been my whole life. And, and there's been so many people and, and so many, you know, I've got, I've got very close friends that have just had these terrible stories. And it, it, it's, it's about time that, that the scumbags in the business are getting, getting the, the due justice that it's, kind of escaped them for a long time. That's, you know, my opinion. Oh, I, I agree. I've gotten, you know, I had an A-lister give me a black eye. I'm still under contract. I can't even say who it was. Um, some of the big guys that have done stuff haven't even come out yet, but I'm starting to see um, people that want press pulling in yeah. people that haven't done anything. And so it's getting really muddied and that terrifies me because I think well, the illegitimate claims drowned out the legitimate claims and will stop the movement in its tracks. Yeah, that's that's the that's the dangerous side of of any kind of movement. You get you get the person or you get the people that are like, oh wait, maybe this is a chance for me to get my name in the press and, and get to that next level or get to any level. And and then you you just exactly what you said. You smother the real voices that need to be heard. It's a it's a very thin line. It's dangerous, and I don't I don't know how to how do you police that? How do you watch that? But I I think that if you do catch someone who is is lying and saying that something happened when it didn't, like I think that person needs to be dealt with very harshly. I agree. Yeah, at the very least needs to pay the legal fees that the other person did. Oh, accused. hell no. I, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm, I'm with Link. More than that, dude. They need to be at prosecuted. Least. At least. At yeah. least. Cause, cause in, because cause in can, Hollywood... You can, nowadays, you can, you, can ruin, you can ruin someone's life with a false accusation, just like a, a dirtbag exactly. who did something that ruined your... You know, like, it goes both ways. Like, you got to make sure yep. that, you know... I, I completely agree. It takes away, not only does it take away from the validity, but it does. It Once someone opens their mouth, it ruins the reputation. And right. there's, there's an old adage, rumors are like feathers. If you take a bag of feathers, drop them down the street, go back to collect them the next day, you're not going to find all of them. Once it's out there, it's out there. It's like Richard Gere and the gerbil. It didn't happen, but you all know what I'm referencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Rod Stewart with a certain substance pumped out of his stomach with yeah, the soccer Stewart's team. Stomach. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, and those go. aren't real, but it drowns out accusations of people yeah. that are. Liberace um, never finding the right woman, you know, those kind yeah. of things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, that is, that is the perfect example. Um, I will say we just need more guys like Link mm. uh, in, in entertainment 
you're one of my favorite actors and one of my favorite people. I have to be honest. I have a lot of bias where you're concerned. Um, and, but the women on the show love you because they always flood my, my social media asking for more about you. Yes, yes. We know he's good looking. Fine. Moving on. <laughs> I think Paul's a little jealous. Paul's just a no, little jealous. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. We don't have time this week to get to the dating sites. Next week, we're going to be talking about OK Cupid, Seeking Arrangement, Anti Chat Wild, Plenty of Fish, Growl or Her, Lesbian Dating, GHU and Surge, um, and talking about them hitting on underage people online who are aspiring actors coming to Los Angeles. We're going to be focused on that next week. We have about two minutes left. Link, can you tell everyone where to find you on social media? Because we got to laughing and didn't get to any of the stuff we were supposed to. Because that's what happens. <laughs> that's usually what happens. We get our laugh on, which is great. We have to pencil in five minutes about talking about Link with the shirt off next time. Link, where can we find you? I love it. My social medias are really simple. It's the link hand, L-I-N-C-H-A-N-D. That's Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Um, if you want to see some of the work I'm in or some of the movies I've got coming up, you can always uh, look my name up on IMDb, and it's just link hand, L-I-N-C-H-A-N-D, and and you can see my stuff. Give you something to make fun of me about. All that kind of all that jazz. By the way, we had a woman write in. She loves your accent. Uh, where are you originally oh, from? Very nice. Was the question. <laughs> I, I I I grew up in Alabama, and a funny thing about the accent is when I moved out here, everybody was like, "Dude, you got to get rid of the accent." So I went and studied with Bob Corf, this really great voice coach, to learn how to have a standard American accent and all that crap. And the first job I booked, they were like, "Can you do a Southern accent?" I was like, "Son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Eh, at least you got another piece in your wheelhouse. There you go. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Guys, you can stop asking me for things on Link Hand. Link Hand, go to his website, go to his Facebook, his Twitter, and you can find lots of shirtless photos of him online. Stop asking me for them. Um, Link, we'd love to have you on again and actually get through an interview without laughing and get to some of the questions people ask. Uh, if you'd come back on, we'd really appreciate it. Listen, I I would be on with you guys all day, every day, anytime. Fair enough. Well, perfect. I promise next time we will get to questions. I know I say this every time with Link and then we get to two questions. Um, Link, thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, jump on his social media and go find the militant, moderate polls. Yep. Um, uh, my podcast, on, on my, follow me on, uh, like, follow me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can find the uh, podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Yep, listen to the militant moderate, uh, unless you're really liberal. If you're like me and you're left of Lenin, don't listen. I'm, <laughs> I'm, you so, can listen. You can listen. I'm teasing. Yeah. Paul offends everyone equally. Mm. Um, <laughs> Link, thank you so much for being on the show. Guys, I promise we will bring him back on because we didn't get to any of the questions. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Ball and host of the militant moderate. Thank you to Wendy for coming on. Thank you very much, Wendy. And thank you to our special guest, Link Hand. Thank you for coming on, Link. It is always wonderful having you. I swear one day we'll actually get to an interview. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week. <laughs>